Okay, we're not gonna we're not gonna continue with our journey through Mishnayos Brachos. Uh, we're doing we're learning these Mishnayos through Nishmas Dinaleya Bas Menachem Mendel. Shalach Le'Elam or her Neshama should have an Aliyah, and uh, may our learning be a schus for her and for and for her family. So in the in the first pack of Brachos, we were talking about when and how does one have the obligation to recite Kriyashma. Now we're gonna continue. Talking about the laws of Kriyashma and um, discuss a few very, very important consequences of the various laws as well. Mishnah Aleph. If let's say you were studying Tyra, you were reading the Torah, and the time came, and the time came to recite Kriyashma. Im kiven libai. If you so, we're talking where you read the sections of Kriyashma and the Torah. Im kiven libai. If you had the intention, yatsa, you were yotsa, you fulfilled your obligation of Kriyashma. Im lav, and if you did not have the right intention, la yatsa, you did not fulfill your obligation of Kriyashma. So there's an interesting question over here, which people talk about, because as you know, there's a famous issue: if mitzvos require intent or don't require intent. So is could this Mishnah be a proof to the opinion that says mitzvahs require intent because you only fulfill the mitzvah in the situation where you had the proper intention or not? Others say that no. Since one is studying Torah, the standard implication is that he has intention explicitly not to be yotza, and there's a big debate about that. Here is not the place to have it. So So by the prakim meaning by the breaks, right? So if you have a bunch of different sections in Kriyashma, right, after Vyahafta, after Vahayim Shamoa, right, you could be Shayom Ibnehakavod. If you see somebody to whom you have to show respect, you could offer them greetings, Umeshiv, and you could respond. Right, if they offer you greetings. If you're in the middle of one of the sections of Shema, Shayal Mipnehayira Umeshiv. If you see somebody who you have to be afraid of, if you don't show them respect, over there you are you are allowed to um, give them greetings. Umeshev and you are and you are allowed to respond. Rabbi Meir, this is the view of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, in the middle you could ask, meaning you can offer greetings from fear. Umeshev and you are allowed to respond. Baprakim outside, I mean, Baprakim, sorry, during the breaks, Shalom and Pnei HaKavod, you're allowed to offer greeting when you see somebody to whom you owe respect. Umeshiv Shalom Lakal Adam, and you could respond to anyone's greeting, even not to the person, even if this person is someone to whom you don't have to show any necessary respect. So now, what are these breaks? The Mishnah base. Eluheim Bein Aprakim, these are the breaks. Bein Bracha Rishon Lashniya. Between the first blessing and the second, so for example, between Yotzer R and Ahavarabah, Bein Shniya Lashma, between Ahavarabah and Shma, Bein Shma Levahaya Im Shamoa, so between Shma and Vahaya Im Shamoa. Now here's an important point, right? That it's not saying between Shma and Viahafta. Shma and Viahafta is considered to be one parsha, and in fact, there's a discussion in the Gemara elsewhere. That what if you look in the Torah they are connected, and there's a discussion in the Gemara elsewhere. What right did we have to stick Baruch Shem Kivod Machuso in the middle of those two, if that's not in the Torah? So that's actually interesting. Interesting discussion. Um, between Vahaya Im Shamoa and Vayomer, 
that's also a break. And between Vayomer and Amasviyatav. So we kind of think of Shema as 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 ending with the word Amas. In fact, Shema really ends with the word Hashem Elokeichem. Then there is another passage of Amasviyatav. So so the so Tanakama says you are allowed a break between Amasviyatav and Shema. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, "Bein vayomer lemes viyatsev lo yafsek." You can't forget asking. You shouldn't even pause because we want to combine the words Hashem alokechem, Hashem is your God. Ms is true together, even though those are really two separate passages. Which is why we end our Shema Hashem alokechem Ms in order for us not to have this break or this hefsek. Amr Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha, Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha says, Why do we first recite? The chapter of Shema before Vahayim Shemoah, El Kabal of Al Machu Shemayim that the first verse of Shema is referring to the obligation to accept upon yourself the reign of heaven. and only after you accepted upon yourself the reign of heaven, Yakabal Allah one could accept upon themselves all mitzvahs, the obligation of the mitzvahs. Vahayim Shemoah and the verses of Ahayim Shemoah live Vayomer to Vayomer. Shevahayim Shemoah, because Vahayim Shemoah Noheg Vayom Uvalaiga is custom, is, is done both by night and by day. Vayomer and Vayomer, Ene Noheg Elabayom, is only kind of, we only do the mitzvah of Tzitzis by day. So therefore, we have Vahayim Shemoah first. Mishnah Gimel. Hakore Shemoah Velohashmiel Ozno Yatza. Someone's reading Shema, but he's reading it in the undertone, or she's reading it in an undertone, and they can't hear themselves, meaning they, they, they can't hear themselves talking. Yatza, they have still fulfilled their obligation. Rabbi Yossi, Omer, Rabbi Yossi says, Lo Yatza, one does not fulfill their obligation. If somebody reads Shema and is not careful to pronounce it correctly, Rabbi Yossi, Omer, Yatza, Rabbi Yossi says that you do fulfill your obligation, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Lo Yatza, you do not. So that's why you'll notice that people are very careful. All these people who are very righteous tend to be very, very careful when they recite Shema. Hakoreya Limafreya, somebody who reads Shema backwards, Lo Yatza, he does not fulfill the obligation. So the discussion, what does it mean, Limafreya backwards? Does it mean that he first reads Vayomer, then Vahaya, and then Shema? Does it mean that he reads the words backwards? There's a discussion about this. Uh, Kara Vita, if he reads and he made a mistake, Yachzer Lamakam Shata, meaning even if he read everything else correctly, he has to go back to the place where he made a mistake and then read from there on correctly. Mishnah Dalit. Haumnim Kairim Barasha Igan, those the people who work and they, you know they are workers, there are a lot of recite Shema, even when they are on top of a tree, a Barasha Nidbach, on top of a scaffolding. Masha'enam Rashayan lost his case by Tfila. They are not allowed to do this for Shmona Esrei because Shmona Esrei requires or at least, you know, needs a higher level of concentration. So Shma is one which is kind of easier to concentrate on and therefore they are allowed to do this in that situation and, and Tfila not. So you can ask why don't they come down from the tree because they do not have a right to waste their employer's money. They were hired to do a job. They have to do a job, and therefore, they don't have to take a break for tefillah. Mishnah Hay, Chasan Pater Mikriyashma Balayla Rishon Admotzeh Shabbosim Lo Asamaisa. So a Chasan, a groom, is Pater Mikriyashma Balayla Rishon. He is 
um, he is uh, not not obligated in the mitzvah of Kriyashma by Laila Harishon Admo to Shabbos until Saturday night. So because usually they got married on a Wednesday, so that means right. So so for so for the first three, so Wednesday night. Thursday night, Friday night, until Mitzvah Shabbos, so the first three nights. In Loy Asamai, so this is all if he has not yet consummated his marriage. So, we're kind of the idea is that he's going to be consumed with anxiety about, you know, what's going to happen, and it will be very hard for him to concentrate. And since a person is not supposed to be thinking about those details when they say Shema, so therefore the Chassan should not say Shema until he's Asamai. Maisa Brabagam, if you want to know practical halacha, we can talk about that, but that's not that's not the place. Maisa Brabagam Leo Shakara Balaila Rishon Shanasa, story with Rabagam Leo, who when the first night when he, when he just got married, he read Kriyashma. Amrlay Tamidov, his teacher, his students asked him, Lai Limaratana Rabbeinu Shachasan Patim Rikriyashma Balaila Rishon, right? So didn't you teach us that a chasan is not obligated in this? Amr Lahem, he said to them, I am not going to listen to you that, you know, to allow myself to um, remove myself from Ol Shemayim, from the yoke of heaven, from the rule of heaven, even for one hour. Meaning that he felt confident in his ability to be able to focus properly, and therefore he was allowed to do so. Now the parak will give us a few other instances of where Rabbi Gamliel deviated from the halachic norm. So, Rachatz Laila Harishon Shemesa Isha, he took a shower the first night after his wife died, even though a Avel is not supposed to. Armelo Tamidav, his student said to him, Laili Madatana Rabbeinu, didn't you teach us our Rabbi Sha'avel Asr Lerchos that an Avel is forbidden to wash? Armelahem, he said to them, I am not a regular person. I am very kind of delicate and weak, and therefore if I don't shower, I am in a great deal of discomfort. And that's something which a Avel is allowed to do. Mishnah Zion, number seven. And when his slave, who was his, was a non-Jewish slave, uh, whose name was Tavi, and Tavi has a lot of very interesting stories with him, in uh, Talmud, in various places, he was a extremely learned and extremely righteous person. Uh, so when Tevi died, Kibbal Alav Tanchumim, he sat Shiva, and he accepted condolences, and he kind of behaved with all the laws of Shiva. Armor Lai Tamid, the students taught him, Lai Demaratana Rabbeinu, Shein Mekabam Tanchunim Al Ha'avadim, that one has no obligation, there's no obligation to sit Shiva on Avadim. Oh, slaves, I'm sorry. Amr Laham, he said to them, Ain't Tavi Avdi Kashar Kalavadim, that my, you know, Tavi, my slave, was not like everybody else. Kashar Haya, he was extremely righteous, and therefore it's fitting for us to, um, to sit Shiva on him. Chasan Imratzel Likrais, Kriyush Babalel Arishon Kore, that if a Chasan feels that he could focus, then he is allowed to. He 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 is allowed to reach Ma on the first night. Rabbi Shimon that not everyone who desires to take up of Hashem may do so. Now it's interesting, is Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, as you can understand, is the son of Rabbi Gamliel, and he's saying that even though my father did so, right, it was only because he was really confident, right. But not everybody else who just thinks that they have what it takes has 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 a right to to do so.